today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Super Bowl Sunday coming up, and it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs, of course, are looking to repeat as Super Bowl champs, and uh, Tom Brady is looking to play until he's about 105 from the way things are going these days. Uh, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes uh, says that, uh, well, the Chiefs can adopt to just about anything the Buccaneers can throw at them. We're ready for every single uh, uh, type of game that can be. Um, if, it, if it's a physical game, we're ready for that. Uh, if it's a fast-paced game, we're ready for that. So uh, we'll be we'll be ready to go. Um, the guys are ready to play. Marm feels good. I can help this ball club. I mean, a lot of sports cliches going into this, but uh, the, the anticipation is pretty high. Joining us to talk about all this is our good friend Greg Brady, longtime radio host, host of the Greg Brady Show, which, of course, is here on Saturdays on our sister station, uh, AM640. Greg, good to have you back on the program. How are you doing these days? Oh, listen, you're, Bill, you're bringing it. Last hour of the week, this is this is not a lick to stamp 11 a.m. hour. <laughs> Adam Olsen oh, no. and me, like you're, oh, no. that is not who you are. I know We're, that. We're talking two superpowers here. I, hey, listen, i got to ask you, though, um, among many things that you do, uh, you're also a guest uh, on, on a BBC show. Now, they talk about English football, which is, you know, I, I get that. But NFL football is really big over there. Does that topic ever come up? Because I know that this is a, a big deal over there. Oh, tons. And, and I've, uh, yeah, I do a couple BBC shows, um, but my, my Super Bowl experience runs from when they had the Super Bowl in Detroit, and that was Steelers-Seahawks. Oh, is that when you were there? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm in Detroit between 98 and uh, 2000, end of 2007, and, uh, and the Super Bowl is there. And that's the week, actually, the week my first child is born is the Tuesday of Super Bowl week. So we were due on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, my <laughs> wife, uh, trooper that she is, because uh, I helped a little bit too, yeah. We decided to have the baby early. It wasn't all her decision. I was, I was part of things. And uh, and we had it four days earlier. But I remember having you know cold sweats in the weeks before thinking, I'm going to be working at the Super Bowl, on the air at the Super Bowl. And she was supposed to be there, too. What if she calls me and she's like, it's now. Come home in the middle of the Super Bowl. That you're on the air. <laughs> not the easiest places to get out of uh, security-wise. So it all started there. And uh, and then a bunch of Super Bowls after that. But But, yeah, they had the first game at Wembley Stadium uh, between the Giants yeah. and the Dolphins there in October of 07. And, uh, Bill, the, the, the NFL really had that strategic emphasis to say, we're not going to move it around um, Europe. We're not going to have a game in Berlin one year and a game in Paris another year. We're going to focus on London. And it really has worked. And when you go to those games, it's not unlike sort of how the Bills games were in Toronto. I know that was a much maligned series. The prices were, were you know, they, they overshot on the, on the mm-hmm. tickets and, Bills weren't at, weren't weren't a very good team then, so you, you weren't getting a great NFL product. But you go to those games in London, and you'll see every jersey from every team from every era. It is it is remarkable. It caught fire in the mid '80s on TV. Like they'll talk about the '85 Bears there because when there were four or five channels on, as we all remember, you tend to remember um, the big oh, yeah. sporting events uh, for us. So yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, it's taken off to where there's four games there now a year, and uh, and yeah, it's been a great relationship for me and. A Super Bowl, unlike the last Super Bowl I went to was the Minnesota one with the Eagles and the Patriots a few years ago on the air, and then the rights shifted over to another company. But either way, um, wow, this home team in their home stadium in the Super Bowl this weekend, they had to win three games on the road to get there, but <laughs> it's not going to be the home advantage for, uh, for Tampa Bay and their fans that it would be in a normal year, for sure. 
I want to, I want to talk about the the game itself in just a couple of seconds, but just uh, let me backtrack just a bit. What's it like in this the host city? I, I mean, I've been to a lot of great cups over the years. I think I've been to the last seven or eight, especially, and I've traveled I've traveled this country. But and and we've seen that you know it's a great cup festival and there's stuff going on all over the city for the, usually the latter part of the week, especially. But what's what was Detroit like? And what what's well Tampa Bay, as you mentioned, is going to be a little different this year because of the the the, the pandemic. But it do they does the city embrace the the, the game and the event it's i mean i've only the only olympics i've gone to is the vancouver olympics so it is i think it's that kind of similar atmosphere there are people everywhere they usually start arriving on you know my recollection is doing live shows in in the morning the week of the super bowl we're at that big Rensen building right on the detroit windsor uh, riverfront there so oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's sort of where they set up radio row but you can imagine for a radio show you know, they're bringing big name guests in. There's people there to, there's Adam Sandler's and, you know, Kevin Costner's to promote movies. And there's, there's, you know, NFL stars from the past that everybody, you know, fans are, are all there. They're watching you do, you know how uncomfortable it is to be on a remote doing radio and have like 100 <laughs> people watching you. Yeah. Probably like 3,000. It's really weird. Like you're, and they're trying to talk to you and you're like, I'm having a conversation with somebody else as in the guests in front of me. I'll talk to you in a little bit. But it's one of those crazy, like, I do think the downtown stadium thing helps. I'll tell you, going sure. to Arlington, Texas, uh, that was Packers-Steelers 10 years ago. That's Aaron Rodgers' only Super Bowl win. And the stadium, the, that's the Jerry Dome, right? Big, big new yeah. stadium. That stadium way, way out, way outside of downtown Dallas. The weather in Dallas was lousy. So admittedly, even in Texas where they do things up big, you couldn't quite tell that there was huge, huge buzz about the Super Bowl. But when... Tampa's a downtown stadium. Um, Detroit, obviously, Minneapolis downtown stadiums. You can tell. You can really tell it's uh, it's happening, and I'm sure that's I'm sure that's no different because, as you know, COVID isn't even happening in Florida, Bill. It's just apparently not. not. <laughs> yeah, the governor down there says it's just an anomaly. It's not going. There's nothing going on there. You know. I'll, I'll tell come. you a funny story. I'll tell you, the uh, media person I spoke to from Tampa said that they give like a gift bag out. You know, for for big events, you go to Super Bowls, Great Cups, I'm sure Olympics. And they gave every um, visiting media member, which is far fewer numbers than previous Super Bowls, they gave them all a $75 food and drink voucher, good anywhere. So it's like, come to our bars and restaurants. <laughs> you know, uh, don't be worried about COVID. Just come and spend this money because they want to inject some life into the, into the Tampa economy. I, I did hear yesterday Tampa's going to get pushed to the front of the line to have a proper Super Bowl. Um, they've committed to the Super Bowls through 2025. And L.A. gets the next one with that brilliant new stadium. But I'd expect Tampa to get another one. Uh, they've waited 12 years. The Bruce Springsteen Super Bowl was the last time uh, there was one in Tampa. So it's been 12 years. And I expect them to get one in the next five or six years to make up for what, what, what sort of is a sort of a, a half-done a half done up Super Bowl this season. I was going to ask you. I mean, you know, it's home. This is the first time, as you mentioned, that uh, the Super Bowl is going to be played in one of the you know, Tampa's a home team. The home team. There's never been a home team, uh, if, from that standpoint. Uh, and this is a pandemic. But there are going to be, unlike if this was in some other places, there are going to be people on the stands, aren't there? Yeah, they're flying. Um, you know, there there was a lot of a lot of fuss because basically the only way to get tickets if you're a, a bucket. You're in a lottery. If you're a Buccaneers season ticket holder, um, you know, if you were a uh, Dolphins season ticket holder last year when they had the, the Chiefs and the Niners game, you, you basically go in uh, a lotto, um, but that number is greatly reduced this year. So your chances are, you know, exponentially lower to end up with Super Bowl tickets. But Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, it's a goodwill gesture. He's trying to bring healthcare workers in from all the other NFL cities. So I think they've, you know, they, they've identified a couple hundred healthcare workers. Now, again, 
they got to travel, they got to check into hotels, they got to have rapid tests, but it's a, it's, a, it's a great gesture in a year. Let's not forget, I mean, COVID happens almost right after the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was basically the last big normal event, Bill, uh, mm-hmm. that we had February 2nd, and then things really started to, we obviously, you know, just even the conversations, you and I are sports fans, we'd hear, well, they might have to cancel March Madness, the NCAA basketball tournament. We're like, no, they'll never do that, but... We, uh, you know, we didn't see the tsunami of, uh, of and, and the length of time of what was coming. So, yeah, they're going to try and try and fill the stand somewhat. Um, but it'll be odd. Tampa's had to go on the road and they've won three road games, which, again, in itself is very strange. They won in D.C. Um, and New Orleans to knock off Drew Brees. And then obviously two weeks ago, beating Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And, and they had about 15,000 Packers fans there. So um, it'll it'll be a pro Tampa crowd for sure. That said, you have a lot of healthcare workers coming in. You know the the, the Tom Brady uh, polarizes people, and I would think that not a lot of people that aren't Patriots fans still that are still pulling for Tom or 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 Buccaneers fans want to see him get a seventh Super Bowl. Well, and that's a real possibility at this stage. And I am by you know full disclosure. Of course, I've been a Patriots fan, so I'm kind of pulling for him as well. But there were people that were predicting his fall from grace. And, you know, we, you and I talked in the past about quarterbacks that try to go too long. You know, Johnny Unitas, a great Baltimore Colts quarterback, finished with uh, San Diego, I think it was. Joe Namath was a Los Angeles Ram. Uh, and they just were not the same play. They were just, I don't know why they did it, but they did it. And there's a lot of examples like that. So, and when Brady went to Tampa Bay, it said, you just wait, he's going to fall right on his face. He had a pretty good year, and sort of the obviously sort of the team. The, the, the guy, he's he's the Methuselah of, of the NFL. I mean, he's he's forever young. I mean, he's still got it. I mean, the the, te- the leadership qualities here. They, they had a bit of a shaky start this year, but boy, they really got a groove. They they found it, yeah, and and he found it as well. And no doubt, you know, no, there was no training camp. I know preseason games are to me preseason games are a little less important than just being in the camps and getting the reps and learning. Um, the system of the head coach. So, you know, he was able to, yeah, I think by about mid-season, they started 3-2 and two on the year, uh, won four out of the next five games, and then had a, had a big, you know, big finish, and they've won seven straight games now, four in the regular season, and those three road playoff games. So, you're right, he absolutely, um, you know, father time is supposed to beat all athletes, and we've seen it in hockey, we've seen it in baseball, it, it, it got weird in baseball, obviously, because all of a sudden mm-hmm. these home run hitters who are 30, 37 <laughs> years old start hitting 45 home runs. That doesn't feel like, uh, you know, whatever Tom Brady's doing to stay young doesn't feel artificial. Uh, it's, uh, it's just a tremendous work ethic. And, and I think, you know, the same can be kind of true in our business. Like, you, you know, you, you can have talent, but if you don't work at it, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, they're the guys that are just yeah. geeks about watching film. And they'll be there before um, a rookie quarterback said, I, I want to get there and impress, you know, Tom Brady that I'd already be there getting into the weight room in a training camp. And I get there at 6 a.m., but he's already there at 5 a.m. That You just hear so many stories like that about a lot of businesses where, um, where you keep bringing it year after year. And I, I know there's some people speculating, is he going to retire if he wins again? I don't think so. He signed a two-year no. $50 million contract. So I think he'll be 44 and a half and be back at quarterback for the Buccaneers win or lose this game. I'm sure of it. But it's, it's interesting. I, I do want to talk about KC, too. But, I mean, this Tampa Bay team is structured very much like the, the championship teams and the Patriots. I mean, a, 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 a host of wide receivers, fast guys with good hands, and a pretty decent running game over the last seven or eight games. Yeah, and that's the thing. New England, yeah, get, they, they don't get talked about as much for uh, the running games. But from, 
you know, James White, uh, you, you go back, the former Buffalo Bill Antoine Smith was a big factor in their first yeah. Super Bowl win against the L.A. Rams. So they, they picked this Leonard Fournette off the scrap heap, who was a phenomenal college football player at LSU. Uh, Ronald Jones running the ball as well. So, yeah, they're, they're a balanced, balanced team. Um, and, and I, you know, I'm talking, I, I do this all the time. I think I've got the right pick, and then I talk. I think I've got the favorite, and then I talk myself into the underdog. I remember doing this at the <laughs> Carolina-Denver Super Bowl when Peyton Manning was on his last legs, as it were, and thinking, no, this is Carolina Super Bowl, and uh, and then I started talking myself too late into the Broncos winning, and the, the Panthers melted down. But I don't know about you, I I think Tampa's going to pull this out. I really do, and I worry about Mahomes, not the concussion that he suffered a few weeks ago, but his ankle was a little bit wonky. And yeah. until you get hit again, and if he's going to run the ball, and if you're able to sack him a couple times, and you know lean on that ankle just a little bit, a little bit of gamesmanship and and rough stuff uh, that 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 goes uncalled. Um, you can make life pretty miserable for Patrick Mahomes because he's got to be as, he's got to be elusive to be as great as he is. Yeah, he is, and and people have been two years now been trying to find a weakness in the Kansas City team, offense and defense, and they haven't found it yet. Uh, but you know, I'll go back to the first time the Bills lost the Super Bowl. You know, the, the Scott Norwood wide right. Uh, that the Bills were far and away the better team that season and that game, but the Giants beat them because they kept Jim Kelly and the offense off the field. You know, ball control, ball control. Uh, if you're going to beat Kansas City, you can't let Mahomes run all over the football field because he'll kill you. Yeah, time of possession is is massively important. And you're right, Kelly. Uh, you know, Jim Kelly and the Bills they go up and down the field. Uh, you know, with uh, with you know, Andre, we're talking Andre Reid and Thurman yeah. Thomas. They could they could do it all. And they got really stifled. Um, and Tampa Bay, it's, it's really surprising because they beat the Packers while losing the time of possession game. It was just the, the mistakes Green Bay made and the big lead they gave Tampa at halftime. Obviously, it was still a game that could have gone the other way. And there was much controversy, remember, about Green Bay kicking the field goal when they had a fourth and goal at the eight. Yeah. And you're thinking, you're watching, I'm watching, our listeners are watching going, you're probably not going to get the ball back. You should go for it. And they didn't. <laughs> And it ended up costing them. So, look, it can be just one one coaching mistake by uh, Andy Reid or uh, or Bruce Arians. And Arians has been to this Super Bowl before in Tampa with Arizona, barely lost to Pittsburgh on that amazing um, Ben Roethlisberger to San Antonio Holmes catch. So, I you know I can't wait. It's it's been it's been a remarkable remarkably hard time. There's still some sports you and I have discussed this that it's been tough to get into at times. It's tough to fully invest with everything going on around us. But I've been into the NFL the last eight or nine weeks, and I, I think we'll all lose ourselves in, uh, in a bit of the pregame and the halftime show and, and all of it uh, Sunday night. Problem is, we've got to come to work Monday, where it's not a national holiday. What's wrong with Early that? Monday. Early Monday. <laughs> the saving grace there is I'm working from home, so I just have to go across the hall. But, uh, but it's, <laughs> yeah, it's going to commute. You, you it's gonna, coffee on the way on your commute? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is, this yeah, is a Starbucks right yeah. here halfway through, so we're doing that. Uh, just to your point, though, I know we're just about out of time, because I, I, I concur. I mean, I know some people say, oh, come on, NFL, it's, you know, it's, it's not the same. Uh, the playoffs have been fabulous this year. The very competitive mm-hmm. games, each and every one of them, and you got to watch it right up until the last minute. So I anticipate that's what Sunday's going to be like, too. I think so. It's hard. It's hard to see a blowout game. One of the trends, and you know, I don't know if there are betters listening. God, heaven forbid. Uh, well, you know what? Cardinal sin. Uh, it's not quite like it was thirty years ago, where you'd have to you know, ring up your bookie from a payphone. I know that, but nonetheless, <laughs> the the over under, like we, we're used to low scoring first halves, and yeah. it is. I always think the defenses have a bit of that edge, and maybe the offenses are nervous. Remember how low scoring the entire Super Bowl was two years ago? We had a thirteen to three game. Yeah, with the Patriots the Rams, and the Rams, yeah. and people said, "Well, that stunk." 
because the year before with the Eagles and the Patriots, uh, nobody punted. Like the, it was the first team to 40, basically, to win the game. So, yeah, I, I think the offenses will find their rhythm. By, uh, but certainly by the second half, the defenses will be more tired, and it's going to be a it's going to be a fascinating game. And and yeah, we've we've all you know invested some time and and getting back into this, and uh, it's uh, it's been good. It's we have needed distractions. We can't go to movies. We can't go to live concerts. Sports has basically been the you know the the one true thing, uh, although exactly. different, very different, that we've been able to count on to uh, to pivot away from uh, the madness that the world is right now. Well, we'll see what happens Sunday. Uh, always a pleasure, Greg. We'll talk again next week. Thanks for this. Hey, Bill, great chat. Loved it. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the game. You too. Greg Brady, of course, longtime host and, of course, uh, host of the Greg Brady Show, which is heard uh, Saturdays on our sister station, AM640 in Toronto. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.